Welcome to Jumpstart Your Joy. This season is all about intentional comfort, and we'll be taking a look at the crossroads of the inspiration, intention, and action that you can take to bring more comfort and joy to your everyday. This is your host, Paula Jenkins. Welcome to episode 300 here on Jumpstart Your Joy. (laughs) Oh my goodness, I cannot believe we are at 300. And so first, before we jump into the episode or even what's coming up, I want to give you all the biggest thank you and say, I so appreciate you. I so appreciate that you come and listen and that you shared this with your friends and that you've been there. I just, I cannot thank you enough. So from the bottom of my heart, thank you for being part of the community that has been along for the ride. I really, really appreciate you. Okay, so in this week's episode, I'm going to be talking about my top three reflections of the things that I've learned across the last seven-ish years and the last 300 episodes. And I feel like these top reflections are things that layer in and can be applicable to podcasting for sure, but can also be applicable for any creative pursuit that you're working on, any business that you're working on, any kind of entrepreneurial pursuit that you have. These three things apply across all of them and probably across your life as well because they have to do with just creating things, which we all do every day, hopefully hopefully every day. Before we get to that, I, I want to say hi. Thank you for tuning in. If you're new here, wow, you, you picked episode 300. I'm so excited that you're here. You have a lot to catch up on. No, just kidding. <laughs> if you want to find out more about this podcast, about me, about the show, you can find everything you need to know over at the website, which is, of course, jumpstartyourjoy.com. You can also find the episode notes for this episode there. I'm going to be linking back to a couple of past episodes, sharing a couple books with you, and I really hope you'll go check it out, jumpstartyourjoy.com, and the deep link for the episode notes for this one, jumpstartyourjoy.com forward slash episode 300. While you're there, also be sure and sign up for my newsletter. I've just mixed it up a little bit, sending out some curated info about joy, about present guests, upcoming guests. There's a lot of fun going on in the newsletter, so sign up for that while you're there at jumpstartyourjoy.com. And one other thing that I have going on between now and midnight, November 30th, 2021, is I'm doing a giveaway to celebrate 300 episodes and to say thank you to those of you who have been along for the ride and who are following Jumpstart Your Joy in a podcasting app. So first, what I'm giving away, a copy of my book, Jumpstart Your Joy, Heart-Centered Ways to Find Joy in the Messy Middle, a $15 iTunes gift cards, a custom candle by my friend Marsha at 5B and Co. And it has a quote from my podcast on it. I'm so excited to have my own candle. <laughs> This is amazing. Um, And I'm also giving away a tile mate, which is a little thing that you can attach to your keys, to your backpack or purse, and then you can track it. So if you happen to leave your keys all over the house, it's a really easy way to find them. So the way to enter for a chance to win this amazing prize pack is to take a screenshot of wherever you follow Jumpstart Your Joy, whether that be Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or any podcast player. Take a screenshot of that and email it to me at jumpstartyourjoy at gmail.com or you can DM it to me on Instagram. I'm also jumpstartyourjoy there. 
send me that and then you'll be entered for a chance to win this amazing little prize pack. And thanks so much. I'm so delighted that you are following along. Okay, so let's jump in to my top reflections of having been a podcaster for the last 300 or 299 episodes in seven years. Here we go. Top three answers on the board. The first one, just start. Now, (laughs) I know this seems pretty obvious, but the thing that I have found in working with people as they are starting podcasts, if you want to learn more about that, check out paulajenkins.com. That's what I do as a full-time job. But the thing that I found about helping people start podcasts and in doing my own podcast and in having a weekly show is that it is often the first step that is the very hardest part. And uh, I think there's a lot going on around that. I think that we are often afraid to take the first step because we think incorrectly that we have to have it all figured out before we can even begin, which is, of course, not even true. That's fear speaking and And as you know, fear is a liar. It will tell you, you need to have this all figured out because it wants to keep you safe. And the thing that it does is it actually stops you from starting. And one of my favorite books about that, of course, is The War of Art by Stephen Pressfield. And the subtitle of that is Break Through the Blocks and Win Your Inner Creative Battles. And it's such a good book because he talks about the resistance that comes up when we embark on any kind of a creative pursuit. The other thing that I'll say is even... Once you have taken the first baby step or the first step to just start, whether that's your podcast or your business or the new thing that you want to do in your life, is then continuing it. Like each week when I'm about to edit an episode, I notice that I start to drag my feet, you know, I make up these excuses, and it's because starting is hard. (laughs) So I think what I have learned is that if I'll just sit down and open the editing program and get started, then momentum kicks in and I'm good and I can keep going. So that is the first thing. Don't let fear stop you. Just believe in yourself. You've got this. You've got this inner knowing about an idea that you want to start. And so get started. And if you're already underway, again, just just keep swimming. (laughs) Just do the thing. Get started and make it happen. Which ties in to the second thing that I think is the most important lesson. And this one's going to be the juiciest, meatiest part of this episode. But the second thing that I feel is like the most important thing that I've learned in these 300 episodes, and that is consistency is so important. And we're going to unpack consistency for a little bit here because it ta- consistency is bigger than just the timeline or the schedule or your release schedule. Consistency also ties into the heart of whatever your business, your show, your podcast is, whatever that value is at the center. It ties into your release schedule or you showing up at a certain time in a certain place. It also ties in with your topic and your theme. And it is the through line for you for everything. So the first part, let's let's take a little trip back in time to when I was a baby podcaster. <laughs> Do you see me? I was so cute. And I was researching online, like maybe you have if you're going to start something new, how to start a podcast. So I sat down and I Googled how to start a podcast. And the first thing that I came across, the thing that interested me the most was a tutorial by Pat Flynn of Smart Passive Income. I'll link up to him. His show is phenomenal. He also has like three or four more now. He's a heavy hitter in the podcasting space. He's been around so long. You probably already know who he is. 
But one of the things that he said in this tutorial, I don't remember anything about the editing stuff or the technical pieces, which of course are really actually the harder parts. But the thing that stood out for me was his thing was consistency is key. And I was like, oh, okay. And at the same time, here comes story number two of baby podcaster Paula. Right around the time that I had released maybe four or five episodes, because I remember the original interview with Matthew Wood, who is General Grievous, had come out, which I will also link up to because, gosh, he's a senior sound editor for Skywalker Sound. It's, It's such an interesting conversation, so I'll link up to that. But right around that same time, I went to Creative Live to be part of the audience for a course that Lewis Howes of School of Greatness was doing at Creative Live, live in person, uh, about podcasting. I was like, oh, this is great. This is perfect timing. So I was in the audience, and I was even in a hot seat, which was kind of intimidating because Lewis Howes is like kind of big, and he has this, he has a giant personality, which is is fascinating to me. Um, and at the time, I was like, I'm going to invite him to be on the podcast. Like, I, I'm working up the courage to do this. So after the class, I went up to him and I'm like, thank you so much for letting me be in the hot seat and for sharing your wisdom. Would you come on my podcast? I would love to have you as a guest. And he said, sure, yes. Once you have released 52 episodes, no breaks, so you've gone an entire year, come back to me and I will be on your show. And I was like, I'm going to do it. <laughs> So that was that was a little linchpin to this idea that I already had that I needed to be doing this for a full year without stops. This was kind of like the thing that held it together for me. Now, it wasn't because Lewis Howes told me to do it, <laughs> but it was because I wanted to challenge myself to see if I could keep to the consistency of doing it once a week for a full year. And I will tell you, this. here's uh, another story. Here's the bookend to that story. I have pitched Lewis Howes. If you are listening or know Lewis Howes, he has not replied to come on the show. And I sure would love to have him after 300 episodes. Come on, Lewis. But that so that that is the part of the consistency is making sure that you are showing up at a given time, at a given place with your business or your show or your podcast or your creative pursuit. Because here's the other thing. One, you can see in the stories that I've just shared, I was showing up for myself. I'd made a commitment to myself to see what would happen over that amount of time. I was also showing up for my audience. And they got to know that if they tuned in on Tuesdays, they would find my show and they would be entertained and they would get a story of transformation and joy, etc. So that's the thing. This also is true for a product-based business. If you go back and listen to the interview I had with Amy Bernhardt, who is the founder of Mimi's Little Lovies, which is which are handmade items for home and baby. She sells her wares at the Bangor, Maine European market every weekend, and people know where to find her. She shows up every weekend, so people know if I want to go get a bib for my friend's baby shower, I can go, I will find Amy there, and I can get the bib. That kind of consistency pays off for her because she has returned customers. People know where she is, they know where to find her, not not so different than a podcast. The other piece of consistency is 
understanding your core values so that they can come through in your show, your business, your life, etc. Because the, the truth of this matter is to be an in integrity, and I just started listening to Martha Beck's The Way of Integrity, which I will link up. It is already, it's like a fine wine. It is so good. She talks about integrity as being obviously that your your actions and everything that you do in your life matches your core values and the things that you were brought here to do. Now, first, the hard part is getting in touch with whatever your values are. Danielle Laporte does some great work around this. I will also share a link there. But there's a nugget in there. This is my own stuff, but there's a nugget in there that you know that you want to share through your work, whether that's your business, your creative pursuit, your podcast, your social media presence. There is something deep inside of you that you know you want to share. Now, I have found from working with podcasters that oftentimes this little nugget, for me, it was about feeling like joy had come for me, even in a really difficult time, and knowing that I wanted to share stories of transformation that happened when other people found that joy came for them. And they, people make the choice, they say yes to joy, then what happens? If that could just change one life, then this show has done what I set out to do. So that's the nugget. I don't always share that. You don't hear that every week. That's not in the intro. It's probably not in any copy on my website. But that's the thing. I know my why. I know why I'm showing up here. I don't know who that person is. Maybe it's you. I would love to hear if you've gotten something out of this show that's changed your life. Oh my goodness. I would love to hear about it. But I don't, That I'm not out front with that every week. But I bet if you have a business, if you're a coach, if you're a healer, if you are creating products, there's something deep inside of you that you are longing to share that is your why. And once you know that, then consistency hits. You can decide, you know, what guests to have on your show that align with that same little nugget that you don't have to share with anybody. You know what products maybe to make that align with that little nugget Amy shares hers. You really got to go back and listen to that episode. Her bib. Like, what's your bib? (laughs) Was the question I asked in that show. So that's the thing. What's the heart? And how can you share it consistently through your business, your podcast, whatever it is that you're sharing with the world? Because once you can do that, then people also know to show up for that thing, just like they know the time and date. They know the what. They know why they would show up because they know what you will be talking about or sharing or providing them. And that consistency is so key for people. People like stability. (laughs) We don't have enough of it right now. And they love it when they can see that in a brand, whatever your brand is. So that's consistency. It's way deeper than simply showing up every week in the hopes that Lewis House will be on your podcast. It rings through in everything that you are doing. And it is so important. And it ties in to number three, which you'll be like, wait a minute, this might be the exact exact opposite of what you were just saying, Paula. But it's not. Number three is try new things, which is very closely related to something that I also like to talk about here, which is well-planned, loosely held. So when you know you're going to be consistent and you know that you're going to be talking about the same kind of topic, creating the same kind of thing each week, people know where to find you. It's also okay to hold that kind of loosely and allow yourself the place to play. So 
one of the early inspirations for me around this thing of I was going to do this show for 52 weeks. My friend, who is also a podcaster, my friend, Christine, who is the host of Free Her Spirit podcast. She's been on before as well, and I will link to that. When I started out, this was the other piece that came into play, other than the Pat Flynn and Lewis House story, Christine said to me, think of what is possible if you commit to something for 52 weeks. And there's such a permission, there's such like a beautiful allowance there, like to think of the possibilities. Another beautiful way of thinking about this, of trying new things, is go back and listen to Andrea share last week, episode 299. She just wrote a book that is coming out November 30th. Go buy it. It's called Wonder Seeker. In it, she talks about how you can become a wonder seeker, putting on wonder goggles, like seeing the world in a way of delight. And one of the ideas we talk about is going off script with your life, meaning you just take a new route. One of the examples she talks about is how her prom date decided to take her to the prom in an ice cream truck. And it creates such wonder and such delight and such amazing things to talk about. And I love this idea of going off script. And it's something that I did And I've learned to do quite literally. Like there's no script actually for this episode here. Can you imagine? For a very long time, my own comfort level with this show was to write a script for every episode. So then I would read it with emotion and share the ideas on the page directly with you all. Well, it was season three or four where I decided to start experimenting or try new things where I did two episodes a week because I really like talking about some of the ideas that guests have, but I didn't really want to take the time to do that kind of processing or sharing in the same episode after the guest had already talked. Like I wanted the interviews to stand on their own. And so I started doing a second episode every week. Now, this taught me two things by trying something new. One, it taught me that I could start to just speak a little more off the cuff, that I would not need a full script for that second episode in a week. I would just kind of get on, talk about some interesting things, and share my thoughts. And that was super freeing to me because before that, I had been writing out everything. It was taking twice as long. And so I learned how to go off script, quite literally right there. The other thing that it taught me was that twice a week felt like too much for me. Um, I liked doing it for the time and it was, it taught me a lot, but it was also not something that I wanted to continue. On the flip of that last season, season six, uh, for a time I was doing every other week and that cadence, again, trying new things, number three here, I tried something new and what I found out there was that every other week felt a little too inconsistent for me. I would fall out of the cadence And it felt harder for me to get back in, to get onto the mic, and to start (laughs) editing. It just, everything felt like it was out of sync for me. So what I learned there, weekly is best. And I can create some of these solo casts without a script at all. Very exciting. The other thing that I have really enjoyed with this that maybe you can pull from and work into whatever business or brand you have is, is that I like to create seasons, I mean, they're really actually, (laughs) insider note, there is no real set amount of 
episodes in a season for podcasts. So the whole construct of a season is a leftover from, you know, TV or radio or whatever. It's not a thing that actually exists in podcasts. So each of us kind of decides how long a season is. I like to use the season to define kind of a theme or a topic on top of joy for all of you. And for me, because it delights me to be able to to dive into a new angle of something that's at the core of who I am and what I like to talk about. But then it also gives me a little bit more of a lens and something to be on the lookout for as I'm crafting new ideas. And it also gives me a sense of how to ask some new questions of guests. And this idea of intentional comfort, like I just can't get enough of it this this season. So Trying something new and layering in something can keep it fresh and interesting and keep you engaged in a way that maybe you wouldn't have expected. Because I think doing a show year after year that's just about one thing or doing a business year after year, that's just, you've got to find some ways to go off script or try something new. And one of the more recent examples of this is I'm working with a new client on launching her podcast, which will come out probably January is what we're aiming for. But one of the things, she's set that core thing that she knows she wants to talk about. And we'd even gone through the exercise of figuring out what what are the first eight episodes so she can start kind of getting these in her head and, and lining up interviews and all of that. And she came to our last session and was like, oh my gosh, I just wrote a proposal to speak about something and I am so excited about this topic. Do you think I can layer this in to season one? And I was like, of course you can. And of course you should, because it's something that lights you up and it makes this feel fresh and new and exciting. And I think this kind of ties back into that idea of all of these things tying into your core and that core value that you're trying to bring forward for people and that you want to share with people is that when something is lighting you up and when something feels exciting and playful and energizing, people love that. People want to hear about the things that you're excited about. They want to see that in your business. You know, they're drawn to the energy that you pull in. And so I think wherever you can notice those things, whether it's just choosing a word for the year or choosing a theme for your season or whatever, like how can you infuse something new and try new things with this thing? Because it does not need to be stagnant. And I think the more you can innovate, the more exciting it'll be for you and for your audience or your customers. And it does tie into that thing that Christine told me when I first started out was just think of all the possibilities if you commit to something for a year. And I love the energy that she brought with that. So hopefully you can tap into that too. So that is the end of the three top reflections that I have after 300 episodes. (laughs) It would be just start, just do the thing. Number two is consistency. And of course, that has arms all over the place. And it ties in with so many different things. And number three is try new things. So thanks, you guys, so much for tuning in this week. And always, it is such an amazing honor and treat to get to do this show. And I just want to say thank you again. I hope you have a wonderful Thanksgiving if you are celebrating in the United States. Of course, that is this week for us and I hope that you will remain safe and have some delightful food and just really really enjoy the intentional comfort side of this amazing kind of exquisite holiday that celebrates so many of those comforting things and of course if you want to enter for a chance to win that amazing prize pack that I'm giving away as a celebration for episode 300 it's the book it's the candle a tile mate a gift card 
I'll ship it out and send you a little note. Um, so to enter for a chance to win that, just send me a screenshot of wherever you follow Jumpstart Your Joy. You can send it to me in email, jumpstartyourjoy at gmail.com. Or you can send it to me in a DM over on Instagram at jumpstartyourjoy. And next week on the show, I am so excited to be joined by Jacqueline Jackson. She has the most amazing multi-passionate business where she is a home inspector, home healer, and she does sound baths. I just love our conversation so much. And I love how she has embraced these kind of different parts of herself of, you know, a very practical and logistical side of home inspection and this more spiritual side of sound baths and home healing. It's such a beautiful duality. And I cannot wait to share the conversation with you all. I hope you'll come on back for that conversation. And until then, I hope that your days are filled with so much joy.